need a bigger boat. What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You And welcome back to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. We have a bonus episode for you this week. Actually, actually a review of a new movie that is in theaters. This is the first time that we've actually both been able to see the movie together or not together, but actually see the movie in theaters and then talk about it since our first episode, which was talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Today, we are talking about the follow up to the 2017 horror masterpiece, It, with It Chapter Two. We were both super excited for this movie. Absolutely. Um, and Adam, I know you, you talked about you want to do a spoiler-free section. Yeah, we'll do a so, spoiler-free section for before, anyone who hasn't seen it. Before we get into this, mm-hmm. I'm talking about spoilers and trailers. Yes. Because <clears throat> this one didn't ha- I mean, it didn't have any big spoilers. Mm-hmm. But like, and if you haven't seen the trailer and you want to turn off now, I'm just going to talk about the trailer first. Yeah. The scene where uh, Bev goes to her old apartment and mm-hmm. the old woman. Obviously, that scene is much extended in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I would have liked to not have even seen that. Yeah. Because that took some of the tension away. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, all of Because you're it. sitting there and you're like, I've seen this. I know what's coming. Yeah, you know. Even though you didn't see like the end result. Right. You knew what was coming. And and the thing is, you know, obviously, you know me. I try to avoid trailers as much as possible. Yeah, and I'm getting to be that same way. Well... Because, and I heard it, you know, I love my Shockwaves podcast, and there's mm-hmm. a guy on there, Elric Kane, he said this, and it really, it just resonated with me, and I don't know about with all movies, but with this movie, it would probably resonate with you, and that is, the trailers, they're not for me. Mm-hmm. I knew when it it ended, and it came up, it, chapter one, mm-hmm. I was sold on going to see chapter two. Yeah. I didn't need to see a single trailer to know I'm going to see that movie. Right. But they have to put stuff in the trailer to get those people that may not come to see the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not made didn't for like, me. Because right. I know there were a lot of people who didn't like the, the, the It, the first It movie. Right, because as much as this uh, is getting a bad rep for the most part, I mm-hmm. have seen certain people say this is way better than the first one. Wow. And that most people must not have liked the first one. Maybe. Because I, I, like I would like I didn't to know what that, they but, didn't like about the first right. one versus the second one. Well, you know, someone that we know said that they felt it was dry. Dry and I, I when I when I hear stuff like that I just think maybe they just don't like movies where kids are the protagonist and it maybe, just oh you're just, talking about the first the first one. okay yes. yeah well maybe they yeah maybe they don't because like there's the, stuff going on constantly in that movie I can't say it's dry yeah it's scare after scare after scare in that movie mm-hmm. way more than in this one right this one tends to go the comedy route I'll, yeah I'll I was lie. surprised there's a lot of comedy and it's good comedy it's I good mean, Bill Hader is hilarious in this movie yes. he, the 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 banter back and forth between him and Eddie yes oh, great gold. best oh part of the movie in my yes. opinion um so with that you want to go through the cast real quick yeah let's go through the cast we have of course we have Bill Skarsgård returning as Pennywise and he God Almighty he is so good in this character you even get to see him a little bit without the pain yeah you even get to see him a little bit in human form yep we also have Jessica Chastain as Beverly Marsh. We have James McAvoy as Bill Denborough, 
Bill Hader as Richie Tozier, we said earlier. Isaiah Mustafa as Mike Hanlon. Now, I, he's, I think, well, I haven't seen him in anything else that I can think of. I haven't either. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like, I mean, he was in Horrible Bosses, but I never saw Horrible Bosses. I saw that, but um, it doesn't stick with me, and I don't know. I don't remember that well, so I can't say anything. Yeah, not a whole lot that I yeah. would have seen him in. Then you got James Ransom as Eddie. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we've got Jay Ryan as Ben Hanscom. Again, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. I don't think so. James Ransom seemed familiar, like I'd seen him in something. Oh, he was in the, both of the Sinister movies, which I have not seen, but I've at least heard of. Right. Um, nothing else that I can really think of that I have seen him in. And, uh, and Andy Bean as Stanley Uris. Of course, you get Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. And yeah. all of the characters, all of the kid actors from the beginning, from the first movie, reprising their roles. Um, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Did you find that as, as, as off-putting as I found it? And not just the one you told me. Not just the one it, I told it you. It wasn't just that one. Okay, yeah. It was, it, yeah. So this movie is directed by Andy Muschietti. Muschietti? Muschietti? Muschietti, that's how I've heard it said. Same guy who directed the first movie. He directed the first movie. He also directed Mama. That's pretty much what got him the job. Mama, okay. Yeah. It's a horror movie from a few years back. I think I remember hearing about it. I just didn't see it. It currently has, I mean... It's not the 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 scores on Rotten Tomatoes are not as good as the first one. No, were. I think the Rotten Tomatoes score is somewhere around sixty eight. Well, from the from the critics, it's like a sixty eight. From the from the uh, I think it's eighty. I, th- from I think the it's audience. eighty. Yeah, sixty three from the audience and an eighty. No, sixty three from the critics. Sixty three from the critics and an eighty from the audience. Yeah. So it's definitely so not as high as the not first one. Not as high. It I, it doesn't have the little Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh thing on it like and the I, first I, one. And did. I am gonna side with the audience on this one. I yeah. wasn't as high on it as the first one, but mm-hmm. I still think it's a good movie. Right. So this movie finds us twenty seven years well, later. Before, before oh, we get there, my little do my who could have been who? Oh yeah, who could have been who? This, this would be one, interesting. This, a lot of this has to date back to the first one because these two movies go together. Mm-hmm. So, because originally, you know, Carrie Fukunaga mm-hmm. was going to direct this movie. You know who that is? That name is familiar. Right? He no. is the one who directed the whole first season of True Detective. Oh so, right, right, right. So that would have been great. And when he was, I think from what I remember hearing. He wanted to have that sex scene with the kids in it. Oh dear God! And they obviously were not going to do that. No, and I you think could that, not do that in that's theaters. That's pretty today. much what made him drop out of the project. They were too many. I, I don't know if there were other creative differences. Okay, so you're talking about the first it, the, the first, first one. one. Okay, because Carrie these Fugunaga. two, these two are this really, and you can call it a sequel, but it's really just the second half of the first one. Yeah, pretty. I much. think the director's already said he plans to release a supercut of these movies together. Huh. So, and it's going to be like. I think he said six hours long when he does that. Well, well, the original, the original miniseries from 1990 was like three no, this hours long. Like three hours. This yeah. movie alone's almost three hours. Yeah. So I'm not. But, I'm not uh, sure I could sit through that. When Carrie Fukunaga was uh, going to direct it, Will Poulter was originally going to play Pennywise. You know who Will, Will Poulter, Poulter is? That, I know that name. Yeah, I say you know him because he was Mark, the the wise ass, the comic relief, if you will, the pissing on the ancestor tree in Midsommar this summer. Are you serious? That they were was... gonna... Okay, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. He was in one of the Chronicles of Narnia movies. Oh, okay. Um, he was in the third one, I think, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Okay. Oh my God, I could not imagine him as Pennywise. And so, when it, once he, he dropped out, he had the part. Really? He dropped out when Carrie Fukunaga dropped out, basically. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't he was up for it. He had it. It came down to Bill Skarsgård. And do you know who the other one that was up for Pennywise was? Who? 
Hugo Weaving. No. No. Hiya, Georgie. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that would have worked. I don't know. Mr. Denborough. <laughs> Perfect. And the I only could other, not imagine that. The only other one I found was uh, this kid was supposed to be Richie. Uh-huh. And he was actually a co-star on Stranger Things with... With Finn Wolfhard. Really? His name was Noah Schnapp. I don't know who he played. I didn't look that up. But he couldn't do it because he ha- he was working on voice work for Sausage Party, which I know has come up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Really? So he could he dropped out of it to go do that. I think I would have stuck with it. But I think I would. What did you say his name was? Noah, Noah Schnapp. Like Schnapps. Like the liquor. <laughs> okay, yeah. He was Will. He was Will Byers. No. You really need to watch that show, dude. I know, I know, I know. It's a good show. So, yes, now we can get into the Now we the can movie. get into the movie itself. So, this movie takes place 27 years after the original. So, because it is now... What, it comes back 27 years. It comes back years. every 27 years. If you read the book, there are some amazing scenes in the book where Mike Hanlon, who Mike Hanlon has stayed in Derry his whole life while everybody else moved away and became big successes. He stayed in Derry his whole life just to keep watch for it. And while he was doing that, he would go around, and this was in the book, he would go around and talk to all the old people who lived there and they would tell him of these horrific things that happened. Some of them they actually touched on in the original movie, you know, the explosion at the Dairy Ironworks that killed a bunch of people or um, there was, there's a there is a um, there is a mural on the side of a building you see in the first movie of a, like these gangsters who got gunned down. That was, that, that was part of the book. See, if you've read the book there are so many fantastic little Easter eggs in it in right. the movie okay. that is just so much fun. I feel like Mike Hanlon in this movie is a lot closer to the character from the book than he was in the first movie. I think so too. Because I I, I say to the book, I guess I'm going to really say to the miniseries because that's what I remember more. Mm-hmm. Because they keep, they have him do some, and, and it, it kind of created a problem for me though. Because like you said, he stayed in Derry. Mm-hmm. He's the one that knows all the history of everything that's happened mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But in the first movie, they gave all that stuff to Ben. Yeah. And he's not that character in this movie anymore. No, he's not. Well, he he was, um, in, in, the, in the first movie, Ben was, yeah, he was all, he was all interested in the history of Derry because he was new there. And he didn't have any friends, so he just hung out in the library. Right. So, but yeah, I don't remember any of the kids in the in the in the book being that that person. Like all of the stories in the book of of old Derry came from stuff that Mike Hanlon had written. Exactly. So, so I guess they had for to them find... to bring that in in this movie just mm-hmm. makes it not go as well with the first movie. Yeah. Because you know that. Yeah. It's something small. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's just a little thing. Yeah. A couple other little things I have in here. Yeah. Um. Later. So. Obviously, it comes back because we wouldn't have a sequel otherwise, and it's his job to call all of the losers up. And well, before that, though, this opening scene. Well, are, are, are we just going to give like a synopsis of the movie first, and then go back? Oh, and that's talk? right. That's right. That's okay. right. You're right. We're doing yeah. We're doing a that's spoiler. Right. We're in the spoiler-free we're doing a spoiler zone. That's free right. section for right now. Yes. So all of the losers have to come back to Derry to face it because they all, when they were kids, they cut their hands and made a blood oath saying, if it ever comes back, we will too. So 27 years later, Mike calls them all up and is like, Hey, remember that, uh, that, that promise we made? It's time to come home. Yeah. And, and what we're noticing is that they, they're not really remembered. They don't remember first, who they don't, Mike yeah, is. First, they don't even remember who Mike is, which is, which is right out of the book. Cause okay. so many of them had gone on and had forgotten. 
Okay. Um, the, the first two are like, Mike, Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike. How you doing? Yeah, like he has to give his first and last name before it really Yeah, Mike Hamlet. Yeah, right. He has to give the first and last name. And sometimes he has to say, from Derry. Right, yeah. He has to mention the Derry part. And so, that's what makes it click. That's what makes it click. So they have, So they have to come back home and face it to finish off it. And how they do it, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he, Mike has found some ancient American or a native American ritual that he thinks they can use to trap it, but they have to find something that links them with their childhood, with their original encounter with it to do in this, in this ritual. So that's a good portion of the movie is them as adults going around finding these things that connect them to their childhoods. And then after that, it is into the sewers to face it again. Yeah, back to the old house back from the first the old, movie. Ho- the old house on Kneebolt Street. Um, and then the, the final showdown with it, if you've seen the original miniseries, the, the, the showdown with it from that is more is, is more out of the book than what we have today, than what we have from this new one. Okay. So... I mean, this is a really short synopsis because there's not much yeah, of a plot want, here. It's hard to go into it. It's hard to go into a spoilers. lot of detail without spoiling anything. Right. If you've read the book, you'll know pretty much what to expect. If you've seen the miniseries, you'll know what to expect. So, if I had to give this movie a grade, like something out of a ten, I think I would. If where the original it was probably a nine out of ten for me, I would say this one was about a seven out of ten. Yep, I agree. It's not great, but it's still good. There's a lot of great moments in it. Like I keep saying, if you've read the book, that book is a freaking chore. (laughs) The the, the copy I have is almost 1,500 pages long, and I read every single one of them. I know you you read it before the first movie. I read it before the first one came out, and then I listened to the audio book of it for this one. Right. I mean, it is a freaking masterpiece. Like, I. That that book may be the reason I love Stephen King so much. I mean, I've read his stuff way before this, but nothing none of it really stuck with me. I guess I guess maybe now it's because I'm trying to write and I read the stuff that he writes and it's just so detailed and so like okay, we'll talk about this. I guess we can go into the well. What what, what grade would you would you give? No, uh, I actually had it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. I've too? already okay, I do so. my you know I do all my ratings on Letterboxd and oh, okay they do five stars. Mm-hmm. So I went three and a half, which would equate to seven, seven out, out of ten. 10. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so we are we are united in that belief. So in the beginning of this movie, it's twenty seven years after. So we're gonna get into spoilers. Now, yeah, now at we're this getting point. into spoilers. So, so if you, you haven't have listened, go movie, see it, come back. <laughs> go see it and come back and listen to the rest of it. So spoiler <laughs> section starting now. Okay. Now so this movie opens twenty seven years after the events of the original. Well, the very, very, very well, okay, opening the very, is the kids. Is, yeah, as a you shot of the kids, the you know, we from... see the scene where Beverly was like captivated by it, and her, like she's like hovering there, and, and in then the, we in the deadlights. In the deadlights, yeah, we see them, you know, making their oath again, promising, and I think we saw her kissing Bill because I think I think they showed that scene. Yeah, or they showed they that did. scene somewhere in the movie yeah. when they were when they were kids. Now, it's twenty-seven years later. There's like a, a, a fair, a carnival going on in Derry. Yes. And there are these two characters playing some game. They're shoot, uh, filling no, up they're, they're balloons, filling balloons water. with water from the water gun. Yep. And we see very cl- very soon that these characters are gay. They're, mm-hmm. And 
And the one character, he wins it, but he gives the uh, the bear he wins to this little girl. Right. And he says, gives Thanks the bear he wins me to win. this little girl. Because she comes back later, so mm-hmm, that's she why does. I would... um, she has this is, I thought it was like a really bad face paint drawing on her I face. I did too. I, did first, t- I didn't realize what that was. But then we find later, out later yeah. that it's not. So he puts on this hat that's like got a beaver tail yeah, his, on it or something. His boyfriend says, brings over and says, yeah. He's like, oh, I've never liked beaver, but okay. Yeah. And that's, when you, that's when you really realize. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. Well, yeah, they kiss. It's very. It's and this not, is in the book, right? Yeah, this is in the book. There, This real, this, what was in the beginning was right out of the book. Okay. So there are these punks there who obviously don't like gay characters or gay people, which I find kind of hard to believe in 2019. I was going to say, it is, well, it's 2016 in the or, movie. Or 2016 in the movie. But, but yeah, in, still, but in the original then, book, it was like 1980. So it made a little eight, bit more sense. It made sense. a little bit more sense. Yeah, like, well, oh, we don't like gays. You know, so, but in small towns, though, in you small still towns, see yeah, that. Yeah, you, so. you would still see stuff yeah, like that. So. so these punks <clears throat> beat the shit out of these two characters. Especially the one. Especially the one the, uh, with the hat. Adrian, yes. Adrian, yeah. Yes. Beat the shit out of him and throw him off the bridge into the river. And at first, because I, I didn't know this scene exactly, I thought the other one mm-hmm. was going to be like Stanley or Richie. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I was like, are they changing that? Like, yeah, no, no. Um. I realize it's not. That's just what sparks it. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, they they say uh, get him up. And yeah, they throw get him, up, him they in. Throw the him river. off the bridge into the water, and he is trying to get out of the water. And we see a character, a shape of something on the river that's like holding its hand out as he is bobbing up and down in the water. And then we see, oh, it's Pennywise, Mars. this clown with glowing eyes. And then eight, and then his the boyfriend. I forget the boyfriend's name. I think it was Don. Don. Or something, Dan, like that. something like that. Um sees Pennywise holding him and takes a huge chomp out of his side. Yes. You know, big, just like in the first movie, big old open mouth with all these teeth in it, chomp. And Mike Hanlon is that we then cut to, and see, this was what, what, what blew me away so much was in the, in the first, in the book, this happened at a gay bar or outside of a gay bar. It was not a, and like Stephen King, Tells you about the history of the bar. Oh, okay. How it became a gay bar. Tells you the history of the two guys, how they came to Derry. Just that much detail is so like that. That was a whole third chapter of the second chapter of the book was was what happened here. Oh wow, it happened that early in the book. Which yeah, I, get, I know. Well, in the, in the book, book the first flash, chapter yeah. is Georgie getting killed in 1957. The second chapter is is okay. Adrian getting killed in 1989 or something. It was 27 years later. Okay. If it so, was 57, um, it'd be uh, 84. Yeah, 84. Okay. So. Yeah, this is where we get Mike. This is where we get Mike. He is listening to a police scanner. Yeah. And looking and and listening, and he hears about this happening. So he runs down to what's to where it is, and he that's where he finds like a piece of a of a red balloon that's stuck to a to a yep. bush. And was it him that saw all the balloons under the under the? Uh, no, well, uh, that was that was that was the boyfriend. boyfriend saw those, okay, yeah, the there balloons. were just thousands of red balloons pouring out from <laughs> under this bridge, yep. and that was right out of the book too. Oh, okay. So then, Mike, what is Mike sees? There's something written on the wall in blood. There's something written on the columns of. You're the, right, and I'm, and I do remember that. And I, I did not get to take notes because I was in a theater. Yeah, obviously. I didn't. T- I took notes after. After so I didn't get it. I couldn't remember everything. No, okay. I do remember well, that. And you I... see something written on the written on the columns of the bridge in blood, and the blood is like going up the wall. It's not dripping down. It's it's going up the side. So now he's like, okay, I've, I know what I know what's happening here. So right. he calls <laughs> up all of the losers. 
He calls up Bill. First is Bill. First is Bill, who's who, now a famous author. He is a famous <laughs> author working on the set of a movie. Gets called in. Gets he called in. Trying to do a new ending. Mm-hmm. Turns out Every, they all hate Everybody his hates endings. his ending. That's a running joke in this movie. Your endings suck, dude. Which yes. I can't help but wonder if Stephen King didn't write that because I'm sure a lot of people don't like his endings. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, well, he, you know, I think that. Is that the cameo you were telling me about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, then we get the call to Bev. Call the Bev, and then she she is some kind of fashion designer working in a fashion company. She's got a, a an abusive ass husband, which married her dad. Married her, her dad. dad was the same way. Sadly married. You know, her dad. I kept watching that. I thought that was Henry Thomas, the little boy who played Elliot in E.T. Really? I looked it up. It was not him. Okay, but that's who I thought it was. Okay, we get um, Richie Tozier, who is now a famous stand up comedian. And, you know, the first time you see him, he's just puking his guts out because he got his he got the call from Mike and now he knows he has that, to go back. And that's out of the book because I know it's out of the miniseries. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a, he wasn't a stand up comedy comedian. I meant was... the throwing up. The first thing you see is them throwing up. Oh, that was okay, the way yeah. it was in the I miniseries. I don't remember if he throws up in the book, but I know in the book he is a um, he is a DJ. He's a radio DJ instead oh, okay. of a stand up comedian. So then you get Eddie, and you get Eddie, who, who, who has become a risk assess, assessment analyst. Which in the book he was a he owned like a, a limo company. Okay, and so he's but, in the he's in the car yeah, talking he's to his wife in the car talking to his and wife, and they cut to his wife, and I said, "Man, that looks like the woman that played his mom." Was that her? And it is okay. I, looked I, I saw her too. I was like, "That's got to be the woman who played his and mom." And I, I was like, "He literally married his mother." Yeah, and that, again, that's right out of the book. He married this morbidly obese woman who was always worried about him, and yeah. So then we get um, Stan. Stan was 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 Stan the last one to get called? No, yeah, you're right. Stan, yeah, Stan was Stan. the last one. So then we so we got who who we got? We get got ben. Bill. Oh, Ben. Yeah, ben. ben. Now I love this. This was a great little misdirect because we know Ben Hanscom yes. was the heavy set kid from the first one, and we see this building that says something about Hanscom. Yeah, Hanscom properties. Properties or something, and we see this guy, kind of a heavy set guy with red hair, with combed over. Bit, yeah, yeah, and he's and he's, he's 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 talking to all these people around a desk. And then you hear another voice, and they're, they're talking about like putting more more rooms in this mall or yeah. something, putting more walls in. And you hear this voice be like, "I think that's a terrible idea." And then you see on this screen, they're doing a Skype call, and there's this devilishly handsome looking dude on the screen. And I'm like, "That's Ben. I know that's Ben." And it was. It turns out that, <laughs> that is Ben Hanscom because the guy they show first you talked about looked like yeah. This would be Ben older looked, exactly. And I knew that. I knew going in like that's a great little misdirect. You think that's <laughs> Ben, but it's not Ben. Because that that's exactly what happened in the book. He he left Derry. He lost weight. Became a super successful architect. He had like designed buildings in London and stuff oh. like that. So yeah, he's getting the call from Mike. And he opens up his wallet, and he's still got the yearbook page. The yearbook page that, that Beverly, Beverly, Beverly signed. signed for him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much he's forgotten, but he obviously hasn't forgotten her. Yeah, just by that. Yeah, but yes, then that. you get then you get Stanley. Stan. Now I like this because he's putting together a puzzle with a bunch of birds. They did not touch on this in the first movie, but Stanley was all about birds. He loved birds. He loved bird watching. And um, the, in the in the original miniseries, when he first encounters it, the only way he can make it go away is by just rambling off a bunch of different bird names. Mm. That was right out of the book. Okay. So I like that. And, and that was a really cool transition, too. Like, you see the camera zooming up to the night sky outside of where Ben is. And then as you get closer, the stars turn into puzzle pieces or, like, holes. Right. Where, and then you see Stan is putting together this yeah. puzzle. Now, he gets the call from Ben. Or from uh, from Mike. Mike, yeah. And 
The next thing you see is him getting in the tub. You know where it's going. You know where it's going. If you've read the book, if you've seen the original miniseries, you know where this is going. He slits his wrists. Now, in the book, they talk about it because, like, you know, Stanley was so much into logic and what could be real and what could not be real. It was like, as an adult, he just could not handle the memories, could not handle the thought of going back and facing it. Right. So he kills himself instead. Yep. Is, is this where we first find out that Henry Bowers actually lived? Because I think this is I where think it shows, so, yeah. Because yeah. it, it shows the water going down. It shows down, a bunch of water coming out that, of the... That turns into the water coming out into of the, the sewer. Yeah. Where Henry Bowers comes out and we find out he lived. Yeah, he lived. Well, I mean... Because it made it seem like he didn't. It's, it. Yeah, they made it seem like he didn't, but he did. He did survive. He got... He got... Got uh, his dad's murder pinned on him and he got a bunch of other murders pinned on Because whenever he washes out, there are dead bodies everywhere. Everywhere, like yes. partially de- partially digested, chewed up dead bodies everywhere, and he claims all of them. So <clears throat> he now, is now, you know, twenty seven years older in a in an insane asylum. And that guy, that's a good looking the, older Henry Bowers. Yeah, he did a really good job, and he starts to see what was it? He sees at first he sees a, a red balloon Blue floating outside, so he's and he starts getting people. really excited, yeah. and they take him to his room to his room where underneath his bed he finds a red balloon. And yes. this was like, this was just so painful to watch because he's sitting there pulling on it and I know it's going to pop. I'm yeah, just like I'm, sitting there yeah, waiting, waiting for it to pop. pop too. And when it pops, underneath the bed is what is left of Patrick Hockstetter. Yeah. Now, this was similar to the book. In the book, it was Belch Huggins and Chris... Um, I don't know. I can't remember his other, his other name. But his, his other two friends, okay. which... In the book, they died down in the sewers when they went when they followed the losers down there. But this time, they just used Patrick Hockstetter, which Patrick Hockstetter was a very minor character in the in the first movie. In the book, he is the most terrifying character in the book. I was rooting for this guy to die oh, when when okay. it finally killed him. I was like, "Thank you, it." This guy was <laughs> fucking terrifying. That's that's the thing I've noticed about some of Stephen King's monsters is his human characters are far more terrifying yeah, yeah, than yeah, any of his yeah. monsters. So then we get the group meeting at the Chinese restaurant. Right. 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 Well, no, first, well, we see Patrick Hockstetter. Oh yeah. Giving him the knife. Giving Henry Bowers his old knife. Yeah. And is that when he escapes or does he escape later? I think he escapes a little bit later. Yeah. I don't have exactly when, but yeah. Right. So we get, we get a scene that's also right out of the book where all of the losers have made it back to Derry. All of them, except Stanley Uris, obviously. And they are having a, having a a meal at this Jade Dragon Chinese restaurant. And it's just at first, it's just a big bunch of hey, we're all back together. And then of course, it starts. Messing oh, the fortune with them. cookies come. The co- fortune cookies come, and, and they, they all start... have because they notice Stanley's not there. Mm-hmm. So the fortune cookies all have only one word apiece. Mm-hmm. And when they put it together, it says Stanley couldn't cut it. I guess yeah, or could not cut it. I mm-hmm. guess. And that's when they find out. And then these fortune cookies they start breaking open, mm-hmm. and you get the baby with the spider legs that looks like out of Toy Story. Uh huh. Get that later in the movie, too. Yep. But get yep. that there. You get this giant eyeball with these tendrils hanging out, crawling. Which, in in the in the book, that's that that was... See, in the book, Pennywise was not the only form of it. You know, they do it a little bit better in the movies, but in the, in the book, he had a lot of different forms. He was right. whatever you were most afraid of. Right. So, Richie, when he was a kid, he saw this old movie called The Creeping Eye, and when he was down in the sewers as a kid, that's what it showed up as to him. Oh. So, that's why... It the the big eye came out right. and started crawling across the table towards him. So that makes sense, but 
they actually did address that in the first movie, and they said, what are you most afraid of? And he said clown. So it yeah, makes sense for him to see the clown. Yeah, it makes sense for him to see the clown. But in the book, that th- these are obviously so just little like Easter eggs from the book. Right. Because I think you saw like a baby bird in one yeah, of them, and... In the book, Mike Hanlon, when he first sees it as a kid, it's a giant bird. Okay, I was say, yeah, it seemed, it seemed, I put bat because it looked like a bat, but maybe it was just a bird. Well, there was one that was flying around, but then there was one that was like a baby bird, like it had just hatched. In okay, it, I thought, I guess I thought that turned into the bat that flew around afterwards. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Um, but then, <laughs> you know, they're freaking out because they're seeing all this stuff. Mike's uh-huh. slamming the chair on the table saying it's not real. Yeah. And then this waitress comes in very calm. Is everything okay? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. we need to check. <laughs> I'm like, did no, nothing come out of that? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> like, no one's like, yeah, we we can pay for this. But as 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 they're leaving, this kid comes up behind Richie Tozier, like, hey, Richie Tozier, and Richie starts freaking out on this kid because he he's thinks, like, now the fun begins. Yeah, yeah. Now the fun begins. Yeah. So 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 he so Richie thinks Pennywise is fucking with yeah, him now. He, he yells at him and he starts yelling at this kid. Something. Yeah. And then, like, the kid's parents are behind him, and he's like, hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan. And he's I'm like, that's your line. I'm your fan. And then he walks out, and he's like, I don't write my own material. And Eddie's like, I fucking knew it! <laughs> oh, that was great. Yes. Again, this the, the, the banter and the dialogue between Eddie and Richie are the, is the, probably the best part of the movie. It is. I agree. I completely agree. Because, I mean... I'm, I was I was surprised at how funny it was. Yeah, there was a lot of really good funny material. Right. Yeah, they definitely leaned. Now I don't the remember comedy. the order of everything that happens after that. See, um, um, I can tell you right outside this. This is where Bev calls Stan. Yeah, calls and Stan. Gets and his wife. And gets his wife. Finds out that he and killed when she, as she's telling him what Stan did, Bev's saying it out loud as well because she had seen this right when she was in the deadlights. Right. She knew he was going to. She commit saw suicide. how they were all going to die. Yeah, and yeah, she, and she says that she saw how they're all going to die, and at this point. Eddie and Richie are like, we're getting our stuff. We're going. We're out of here. Yeah. So they're heading back to this. I don't know. It's a hotel. It's a giant it was, house. It was. A, it was a house, but it was. It was. A, it was. A, it was a hotel. It was okay. um, the old Dairy Townhouse. I think is what they called it. Okay. Which in the book was where they were all staying. So, obviously, a lot of these characters are like, I don't want to deal with this. No. I don't care. So they they are all they're going all back planning to the on house. leaving. Mike takes Bill down to the library. Mm-hmm. And down into the basement, where is where he actually lives. Was it the basement or the attic? I thought he lived. In the I attic. thought he went downstairs. Maybe it, it might have been. I'm maybe because sure. he's like, "This is where you live." Yeah. yeah, this is. And uh, Mike puts some kind of root in Bill's water so mm-hmm. that his senses will open up, so that when he starts, this is where starts he starts to, talking about the mm-hmm. ancient, the ritual of Chud of Hood. Yeah. Or I forget how. They, I forget how they said it. It was like the ritual of of something like that. It's spelled C H U D. This is a part from the book. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. But see, in the book, they did it when they were kids. This okay. was, this, you know, it was, it was a thing where they were all sitting down in their clubhouse, which again, that part was from the book where they had the clubhouse underground. Um, they were all sitting in the clubhouse and it was something like they, they just had a fire going and it, this was again, a, a Native American ritual to try and like be enlightened or, you know, hear from the gods, stuff like that. Right. And... Richie, they, they all sit down there while this fire is burning and like eventually one by one, they're like, I can't take it all. I can't take the smoke. So they all one by one are crawling out. Well, Richie's the one who's left in there. And that's when he has this vision of like prehistoric dairy where there's like dinosaurs and stuff. And then he sees, that's when he sees the comet coming from earth, which you do see in the movie, but that's where it came from. (laughs) Or it it come, it came from outer space. It came from outer space, just like just like the movie title. <laughs> oh well, there we go. 
So, so Mike is talking about this ritual and he thinks that's how they can stop it. He's got this little like leather pouch or something that they're all supposed to burn something and it's supposed to catch it in it. Right. So he tells them. Well, Bill, well, he, he tells this to Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill has to go back and convince the other ones yeah. to stay because Richie and Eddie are ready to go. Right, right. Um, ben so, is, you can tell he's just trying to rekindle that. That, he wants the romance yeah, with Bev, he, he, even yeah, though he's, she's, he's so happy to see Bev again. She's always into Bill, right? But yes, this is when yeah they go and find the old losers clubhouse. Yep, they find ben it falls through. He's yeah, like, yeah. He's ben like the falls. trap door should be right here. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. And then I knew it was gonna happen too. But what did surprise me was when they cut to inside. You see a ladder there, and I'm like, well, I'm glad he didn't hit that. Yeah, that would have hurt. So this was I really like the the transition they made here. Because it shows him as an adult going, hey, you know, it's okay, it's everything's still down here. But then you see the children yeah, you see, coming down the ladder. Yeah, you see coming down. It starts with Beverly like, coming oh, down. Oh, yeah, that's the girl. The little yeah. girl, okay. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, Ben looked a little strange to me. It's uh-huh. not as much as... Richie does not look at all like... He obviously... No. The de-aging in, on him... It's clear. Yeah, it is obvious. It is like you blatantly said, the, obvious. The glasses with the big eyes yeah, they gave his him. Eyes, he looks so cartoony yeah. with these huge ass eyes under these Coke bottle glasses. Which, yeah, I mean I get it. Finn Wolfhard is growing like a weed. And if I don't I don't know with Eddie if they de aged him or they just thought he looked close enough because to me he looked older. Maybe. Like they, they, it almost looked like they just used him thinking he was good enough and didn't actually look de-aged. What, what stuck out to me besides Finn Wolfhard being de-aged was some of the audio from the kids. Yeah, they did have to get those. Yes, it, I did hear that. It looked like it had been ADR'd. It looked like they it, had to get voice actors to do some of those parts because their voices had changed so yeah. much. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's that sucks <laughs> about being a child actor, I guess. Yeah, it's whenever puberty hits, some suddenly you. <laughs> You can't do your old job anymore. The, the, that show I keep talking about, The Amazing World of Gumball, it's been going for like six seasons now. So they have had kids that have hit puberty and have actually had to, like, in several episodes throughout the series, like, have these episodes where something happens and their voice changes and then it changes back and you can tell it's a different voice actor. Oh. <laughs> so that, that's 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 pretty brilliant. Their way of working show. around it. Yeah, yeah. they found that a way makes, to work That makes sense. It. Yeah. Um, then we cut back to them being older. They're still in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, does that little transition back. Mm-hmm. And they see this dark corner and you hear, they all float down here. Yeah. And they're all looking worried. And then here comes and Richie. here comes Richie out of, the, out of the dark. He's, he's, he's still... Like, well, I'm just trying to bring some levity to the situation. <laughs> and he does. Yeah. Um, so... Like you said, Mike tells him about the ritual. Yeah, he tells they him about fi- the ritual. They find the old coffee can mm-hmm. that has like the shower caps yes. or whatever. Yeah, apparently when they were kids, Stan Uris had brought down shower caps for them to wear while they were down so there. They so didn't spiders spider didn't get in their hair. <laughs> Which Richie's like, oh, like anybody's scared of that. And he looks around and everybody's got one. Everybody's wearing a shower cap. That was hilarious. <laughs> Which I honestly would be doing too if I was underground like that because I hate spiders. So from here we get... Was was it was it after this where we see, um, oh damn it, um, shit, the bad guy, the kid, what, um, Bowers, Bowers, yes, Bowers, I think you. I think you're right. For, so from there we get Henry Bowers escaping from. Yeah, you see an orderly come down. It's nighttime at the at the insane asylum. You see someone walking down the hallway yep. slowly, and this was a guy who was kind of a dick earlier. 
Um, yeah, he's the one that took Bowers to his took room. Took to his room. Here, enjoy this view or something, and slams yeah, the door. Because like him. in the book, these guys would carry these orderlies would carry around a roll of quarters and like slap people on the back of the heads with them if they were if they were misbehaving. Stephen King likes that. He in, does. In, in the Mister Mercedes trilogy, you find that one of the detectives carries around what he calls a slapper. Yeah, I, I, a, I remember hearing it was, a, it, was a, it was a sock full of ball bearings. or yeah, something. Yeah. Um. So we see that this guy has had his throat slit. He's bleeding all over the place. And that's when Bowers breaks yeah, it's like out. He falls down, he and, falls Bowers down is and Bowers is right, right behind him, him holding the knife. And, and then he, he runs out. He strips off the jacket, mm-hmm. and his, his shirt is a sleeveless shirt like Bowers used to always wear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these inmate shirts would be sleeveless like Probably that. But not. but he goes running outside, and there's already a slit cut in the fence for him to just walk through. Yeah. Like, it, this, this part was right out of the book. Okay. It helped him escape from the insane asylum. Now, in the book, see, in the movie, he gets out there and ghost or or, un, or dead um, Patrick Hockstetter is driving his old Trans Am right. from the first movie, yeah. which wasn't even his car. I think that was Belch Huggins' car. Uh, okay. So, but yeah. Well, they don't need it. Yeah, he doesn't need it because <laughs> in, in the book, they died, but they never show what happened to him in the movie. Um, <clears throat> but in the movie, or in the book, this was one of my favorite parts of the book because he gets out there and the car that is waiting for him is a red 1958 Plymouth Fury. Oh, of course. <laughs> Old Christine, huh? Old Christine shows up, and he, and he talks about how, how how Henry Bowers' dad had always talked about wanting one of those. So I'm just going, ah, Stephen King wrote Christine into this book. I love Stephen yeah, King. He does love to do that. He does so. love to do that. He, he, he does a great job of, like, connecting all of his stories together. So I guess... After this is where we get the losers starting to look for their special items. Yeah, they're all look going around just one. This was where the movie kind of drugged for me. See, I, I enjoy going on this little adventure with them finding their stuff. So it, I can't say that's why when you said in the middle of the movie a drug for you, I assumed you had to be talking about this. Mm-hmm. But to me, this went by pretty quick because I liked it. Well, maybe if I watched it again, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't mind it as much. But. So you get all the characters have to go around Derry and yeah. find something from their childhood. So, you, so you're starting with Bill. You're starting with he Bill. He goes to this, it looks like a pawn shop. That's yeah, where well, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a pawn shop or an antique shop. And there in the window is his old bicycle, but Silver. I had a problem with this because they did not make a big deal out of Silver in the first hit movie. They did in the miniseries mm-hmm. and uh, they do in the book. But he doesn't even say hi-ho silver away in the first episode. Yes, he does. He does. The scene where Ben is in the library and he looks out the window. Was it was it Ben? He he sees a bunch of he sees all the kids riding by on their bicycle. You do hear Bill yell hi-ho silver away. Okay. So I, I must have missed that then. I was fresh off of reading the book when the when the first movie came out, so I was noticing a lot of stuff. Okay. You didn't you didn't you didn't catch. So he, this was my, this was probably my, one of my favorite parts of the movie, if not my favorite, because he goes into this old antique shop and you hear the guy behind the counter. You can't even see his face, but you hear the guy suddenly like, can I help you with something? <laughs> as soon as I heard his voice, I went, oh my God, it's Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen yep. King was the little shopkeeper. Oh, yep. and I laughed so hard. I was giggling. I was like, <laughs> I'm sure people in the theater thought I'd lost my mind. Uh, I didn't have that problem. We yeah. were the only two people in the theater. Really? Well, you went to see this on a Friday. Well, you did go to see it in IMAX, so maybe not many people want to go see it in IMAX. That theater was dead. Really? It's not like going to the one you went to or the one we normally go to. Uh-huh. Going to Simpsonville, it was dead. Wow. I was so, like, we pulled in and we're like, is this thing even open yet? But it was. 
Okay, it's well, it not, wasn't just it. It was just the, it was the whole theater. It the was whole, the whole okay, theater, the whole multiplex. Wow, that's interesting. Like there were two people in line in front of us. They were going to see it, but uh-huh. they were, they didn't want the IMAX. So okay. you, you could be right about that. Um, but yes, so he's that, the owner, but he he has the book. He has the book, and 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 he's in, and Bill's like, so you want me to autograph it? And he says, No, nah, I hate the ending. Or, no, the ending sucks. Or something he, like that. Yeah, he says, No, nah, I didn't like the ending. But yeah, he's like, Well, I know you 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 got enough money, so. $300 for this rusty old, old bicycle. <laughs> and uh, you see Bill, who's like, oh, right, walking his old bicycle out, and he says something about, and the, the uh, Stephen King says something about, hey, be careful, that thing looks like it's going to fall apart or something. Like, and and, soon as you and see Bill's like, no, nah, man, this thing, this thing will, it'll, it'll outlast anything. And then immediately the next scene you see is him trying to ride it, and it's like the, the handlebars are moving, <laughs> and he's like falling all over the place. That was hilarious. Yeah. So then he ends up finding... He, he ends up riding past his old house. Yes. And the kid from earlier who was talking well, to Well, first Richie, he saw he talks he sees in the sewer first. Did he? I thought he I thought he saw I thought he rode past his house first, then saw the sewers. Yeah. Okay. So he rides past his old house and oh, the yeah, kid sees from, the kid, yeah. And he sees the kid from earlier is he living interacts in his with old him house. After yeah, he interacts with him after that. Saying, yeah. Um and then he drives he rides past a sewer. We don't know if it's the sewer that Georgie got killed in. You have to assume it is. You have to assume it is. Yeah. And he hears Georgie's voice yep. coming from out of there. And of course he's like, Georgie, are you in there? Which you, he knows Georgie's dead. See, that was one of the biggest differences between the original book or from the, the first movie and the book is there was no doubt that, that Georgie was dead because it did not pull him all the way into the theater in, into the, uh, to the sewers. It just tore his arm off and left him there. So they found his body. They knew he was dead. Oh, okay. So in I was going to yeah. say, cause I mean, everyone else, Makes it clear Georgie's dead. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, Bill. Yeah, it's just Bill who who thinks he might still be alive. Right. But okay. yeah, and then like I said, in the book there was no question. Oh, even Bill knew. Yeah. There was okay. Yeah, there was you. no question. Um so that's when he starts, you know, he reaches inside because he, he, he thinks that Georgie's reaching his hand out, and of course the hand starts freaking out that it turns into Pennywise's hand or something, and all, and all, these, all these little, little tiny hands, hands start yeah. popping out of it. And he's pulling himself away. And he gets the paper boat. And that, yeah, that was so it, the he gets paper his boat. child. See, I thought silver item. was going to be the thing to connect him to the childhood, but instead it was Georgie's paper well, boat. Well, like, I don't think they made a big enough. I guess, like you said, you heard him outside say it in the mm-hmm. movie, but they did not make silver as big a part as the way I remember it in the miniseries. Yeah. So yeah, in in the book and in the miniseries, silver was a much more important part. So okay. So he's got the, and, and then he sees the kid, and he's like, "Kid, do you ever hear any voices coming out of that out of that sewer?" And he says, like, no. he says, no, but I do hear voices coming out of the drain yes. and the shower or something yeah. out of the bathtub. And that was, again, that was right out of the book. Cause he, when he, he saw a kid on a, on a, on a skateboard and he was like, yeah, stay away from, stay away from sewers. Oh, stay he away starts from... yelling. Oh yeah. He starts yelling at him. He's freaking out. Like, you stay away from that. You, sewer. T- you go home and you tell your parents, you come up with a reason to leave this town. Yeah. Don't ever come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the kid's like, I, I got to go to a festival now. Yeah. Going to this <laughs> festival. This is this, this town festival that yeah. is still happening. It's, it's like a carnival. Yeah, it's like a but carnival. But he keeps calling it a festival, so yeah. I guess that works. Um, I think next is Bev's part. Yeah, and, and if you've seen the, the the first trailer for this movie, you've pretty much seen the whole scene from there. Because she goes back to her old apartment where, where she lived with her dad. She thinks it still says Marsh. She thinks Marsh. it still says Marsh at first, but then she Kirsch. the old lady answers, and then she sees it. It says Kirsch instead. Yes. That's straight out of the book. Okay. Um, And the whole thing... With her talking about my father was a was a clown in the circus. Yeah. That was straight out of the book. Okay. But what happened next in the book was all of a sudden, 
just like in the miniseries, all of a sudden this old lady was her dad. Okay, I gotcha. Well, okay, so Beverly finds in like a panel under the floor like or something. Like a baseboard. Yeah, baseboard she where she stuck. She tears off the baseboard. Yeah, yeah, she tears off the baseboard and finds, you know, her old pack of cigarettes and yeah. the the postcard with that the, ben, that the Ben wrote for her with the poem. Yeah, yeah. You know, your hair is January fire. No, your hair is winter fire. January and embers, embers, my, my heart, heart burns, burns there too. Yeah. Just like in the book. Um, and then she sits down with Mrs. Kirsch to uh, to have tea and Miss Kirsch starts acting weird. She's, she's sweating profusely. She's sweating. You yeah. see these weird sores on her chest. Yeah, like open sores. And she... Then she goes to get cookies. She's yeah, like, she oh, I'm, I had cookies in the oven before you came. Mm-hmm. And, and then we start when, to see weird movements from her. Yeah, first. start really weird movements. And then we see, she uh, Beverly starts looking at the, at the at the pictures on the wall, yeah. just like, like like I said. If you've seen the first trailer, you've seen this part where she sees the picture of the guy on the wall that looks like Pennywise, and, is, and behind him is a circus um, trailer that says Pennywise the Dancing Clown. It's the same one they saw underground in the first movie, right? Okay, the one where Pennywise was doing that great little dance. Yes, and that's when. This little old lady starts saying, oh, I was always daddy's little girl. What about you? And see, this was not from the part in the trailer, because in the trailer, her voice stays the same. But in the, in the movie, her, her voice starts getting deeper and deeper. It's like, I was always my daddy's little girl. Yeah. What about you, Beverly? <laughs> Are you? And, she, and the worst CG, yeah. crazy, naked old lady, giant, whatever the hell she was supposed to be. Yeah. Comes out of the comes out of the dark and starts chasing Beverly and you know Beverly somehow manages to get away, but that's this was one of the cool parts of the movie for me was we actually see you know she she looks down this hallway that wasn't this old dark hallway before and at the end of the hallway you see Pennywise as a human putting his makeup on right yeah and you see him like you know putting all this white stuff on. and then he like cuts, cuts the the it. red parts into his face with yep. his with his own like fingernail so that's Beverly's part. Now, what was next? Was it Richie? I don't know if it's Richie or Eddie. I have Eddie next. That might not be in order because yeah. I made notes afterwards. Okay. But. Well, Richie is, he walks into the old um, theater that they went to when they were kids. Where arcade. He, arcade. Well, I thought it was the theater that had an arcade in it. And maybe that's what it was. I know he spent time in the arcade. Even yeah, he spent for... time when he was a kid in the arcade playing Street Fighter, like the original Street Fighter. Yeah, and I, I have a problem with this flashback. Yeah, because he... he uh, I think, does Do he, you does know he, why I have a problem with this flashback? In a second. Um, okay. But he, he gets a token. Somehow manages to get a token. Yeah, he puts... Yeah, a literal token, like a gameplay token yeah. out of this machine. So that's his thing from his childhood. Now, in the flashback, we see him playing Street Fighter with this other kid, some other guy, mm-hmm. who turns out to be Henry Bauer's cousin or something. Yeah. yeah. And at first, he's like, you know, they play and they play a game and he wins or, or something. And he's like, oh, wow, you're really good. And Richie's like, thanks. And then he's like, well, hey, you want you want to play another round? And that's when, when Henry Bowers and his friends show up. Yeah. And suddenly we start to get the feeling that Richie might be gay. Because the kid is like, because the kid he was playing yeah, with. that's what they make it look. That's what they make it but look that's like. But that's, that's not even my thing. That's not your thing? No, this The flashback goes back to 1989. Uh-huh. And besides Street Fighter is Mortal Kombat. Oh, not I did not even notice that. No, no, that would have been like 91, 92. 92 when the first Mortal Kombat came yeah, out. Yeah, okay. No, I didn't even catch that. Very good. <laughs> See, I'm the gamer. You you think I would have caught that? Well, you know, Mortal Mortal Kombat is my one favorite you're, game. You're the so only game that, you do play, yeah. 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 Outside um, of football stuff. It's not football stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Richie goes outside, and this part, I think, in the book happened when Richie was an adult, because the Paul Bunyan statue you see in the first movie comes to life and starts terrorizing him. Yes. And it scared my wife. Oh, it did that got her? That good. was that was like one of the that was like the one good jump scare that got I her think, good. Came yep. in, that was in this movie it was all of a sudden it turns to the left and Paul Bunyan's like right there and he's like bats coming out of his mouth yeah. and shit. And of course, before that you get the scene from the trailer where he's floating down from the. No, that's when he's older. Isn't yeah, that's it? when he's older. See, that's after right. that, he it cuts back to Richie right. as he's older. That's right. And, he's going out you know, there. A bunch of people him. behind him getting ready for this theater for this um this this festival, and this guy comes out and hands him a flyer, and you see the guy's face is all messed up like he's a zombie or something, and he looks at the flyer and it says it's a memorial for Richie Tozier. Right. In the book, when he came back as an adult, the the monarch or the sorry the marquee on the uh, on the some theater or something said something about all of all the famous dead. Um, singers were going to be there like uh, uh, or famous dead musicians like the Big Bopper and um, um, oh damn it I honestly don't remember that so I'm not sure Buddy Holly oh, okay. a bunch of famous dead mu- Janis Joplin and Richie Jimi Hendrix all these dead musicians and then it says Richie Tozier at the bottom so that's that's very similar to okay. what happened in the book and this is where Pennywise is all of a sudden up on top of Paul Bunyan talking yep. about oh you don't want everyone to know your little secret yeah, and I noticed, I've also, I've heard this since, that apparently another little hint they give is he's wearing the same shirt that one of the main characters in Nightmare on Elm Street 2 wears, who is now famously known for being a unintentional gay horror movie. Really? I don't know, I didn't put that together, but okay, that is something I've heard since. Well, this was, I mean, for me, like, I don't mind changing up certain things, like certain events in a movie from a book, but when you change up a character like that, you know, Richie Tozier wasn't gay in the story, in the in the book. He was not gay. He was he had talked about being married to a woman at one time and then, you know, made no mention of him being gay. And my, and also my part is like it's 2016. Why would be why would being gay be such a hard thing for for him to talk about because I mean, it's 2016. It's not 1984. Yeah. yeah. I, I if it was know. 1984, I could understand him having a hard time coming out. But if it's 19, or if it's 2016, yeah, it's like no big deal anymore. So now we get Ed, who is going back to his old um, pharmacy, <laughs> the, the old pharmacy where the same yeah, idiot same girl guy. is still yeah. working there. Her dad, you know, runs the place, and it's the same guy, it's the same guy running it. That that's him playing it, and yes, yeah, this same is the girl still. And, uh, <laughs> she never grew up. No, she, she never, never got up. out of she's there. She's still dressed like she was in 1989. She's still popping that chewing still gum. Popping the chewing like gum. She, oh my goodness! And uh, he's there to get his inhaler. Yeah. And then he's remembering when he was a kid, how he encountered that leper again. Well, the way he remembers though is he sees he sees a sign pointing to that basement. Uh huh. And it says vaccines down here, and I'm like, I'm not going into a basement to get, to get a, a vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, when he walks down, that's when he remembers his kid. Now, another thing I forgot to mention earlier, but all of these kid flashbacks are supposedly happening during the part of the first movie where they where they had their big falling out. Now, I was going to ask you that because uh-huh. I, I knew it was going back to 89, but mm-hmm. sometimes it seems like it might be ap- like when they split up, it seems like they split up at the end. end. Right. I know they go from June to August mm-hmm. of not being together. Right. You know, right. so that's when this is all the flashbacks yeah, this are is happening. All supposed to be happening after they had their big falling out okay. after the house on Nebold street. Um, okay. So yeah, all this is supposed to be happening in between there, which felt kind of sloppy to me for writing, writing purposes. It's like, Oh yeah, this happened when they were kids. You just didn't see it. 
Right. Which, I mean, it's I mean it's it's not it's not the worst. So he it shows him as a kid. He's going downstairs and somehow finds his mom. Yeah, like there's a curtain. There's a curtain, and he then goes, behind him, he he hears his mom calling, right, "Eddie, yeah. help me!" So he goes down there, and she's like tied up. Like, oh, he's coming, Eddie! Hurry! And you see this thing thing a, underneath a curtain or underneath a sheet that's been chained, chained up, up yeah. and is coming towards him and it ends up being the leper that he saw in the in the first movie which i keep saying this was straight out of the book eddie saw it as a leper because he was such a hypochondriac so afraid of right. any kind of disease or germs and he starts as an adult he sees the leper again i think yeah. In yeah, that same it basement. Spews. Well, he starts to choke it. Yeah, he starts. And yeah. like he's the, the leper starts to like shrink and get smaller, and then the leper pukes all over yeah, him. Yeah, like oh, nasty. it was nasty looking. It was that like motor was oil. Nasty. So okay. Then I guess we get Ben going back to the high school, which yeah, I thought Ben would have went to the library. Yeah, because in the book, that's what happened. Is Because that's where he spends, that, the, you know, the first part of that movie. Mm-hmm. is He's always in the library. He would have gone back to the library. So he goes in, back to the high school. In, in the miniseries, the scene where Richie Tozier's in the, in, the, um, in the library and sees Pennywise, and Pennywise actually says, Excuse me, sir, do you have Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> no, you, you better let the little guy out. That was right out of the book. Okay. Except instead of being Richie Tozier, it was Ben the, who went back there. So, yeah, instead, for some reason, he goes to the school, and then we get this flashback scene of him in a, in a, in a dark room with a, uh, with a projector on. Don't know what they were watching or something, but then you see this shadow pop up in front of the projector, which you think looks like Pennywise, but turns out, no, it's Beverly. Yeah. And Beverly, they start to get close. He tries to kiss her, and she starts laughing. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't believe you ever Someone like would... you? Yeah, like you, like a, a fat, unattractive, yeah. ugly little boy like you, and... Then he turns back and see this was where like the they 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 really the 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 jump scares in this movie start to be blatantly obvious like yeah. you know something's gonna happen like the camera pans away from her and then as soon as it pans back suddenly her head is on fire yeah and he starts running away and she's like your hair is winter fire yeah. and she's running after him and she's burning at the same time he hides in the locker which all yeah. of a sudden has Pennywise in it too and. This whole scene was kind of pointless because he already had his token with him. It was the page from the yearbook that yep. he's kept since he yeah, was a kid. Yeah, he really didn't have to find anything. He didn't really have anything. to have anything, yeah. They just wanted to give him some screen time, I guess. I guess. Um, I think now, this is when they all start meeting back up at yeah, the house. Yeah, this is when they all start meeting back up at the Richie's house. Richie's ready to leave again. Mm-hmm. Ed's, uh, Ed's going upstairs to like get his stuff. Well, yeah, right before that, Ben and Bev are talking because she's, yeah. she's found this poem. And mm-hmm. she thinks it's from she Bill, it's and from he Bill. knows where it is. He knows mm-hmm. he wrote it. He remembers writing it. But he's got to go help Richie. He's about to tell her that he wrote it, but Richie's talking about, get out of my way. I'm leaving. Yeah. So he's leaving again. And, and then yes, Ed is, is leaving too, and he somehow he, he he's in the bathroom. Well, he's got, yeah, he's cleaning off all this he's black He's cleaning stuff, off all the, yeah, all, the, all the gunk from his face. Yeah. And then he turns around, I think, and... Eddie, uh, Eddie Bowers. Bowers. <laughs> yeah, because, because Bowers is right there. Ben thinks he stopped Richie from leaving, mm-hmm. but Richie goes out the fire escape. Right. And when Richie pulls off, you see the blue Trans Am. You see the blue Trans Am sitting there. So now Bowers is up there with Eddie. Yeah. And for some reason, Bowers has forgotten how to stab people in the neck like he did in the first movie. He stabs him. He stabs Eddie in the, in the cheek. cheek. <laughs> 
and he and and Ed is just kind of like <laughs> slowly walking, slowly backwards. walking backwards, like steps over the shower, yeah, like steps over the into top. the shower and closes. Like you would think he would just fall into it at yeah, that point, yeah. but he doesn't. He closes the curtain and then all of a sudden stabs Bowers through the curtain, curtain. stabs him right in the chest. Yep. And he has this great line where he's like he's like edging around Bowers, who's like you know, got a knife in his chest now. And, and Eddie says something like, it's been 30 years, man. Cut that fucking mullet or something yeah, like that. Yes, he does. That was a great line. Yep. So then, of course, they go out. They see Eddie. They're freaking out. They mm-hmm. go in to get Bowers. Bowers has gone back out. Yeah. And they're leaving off in the Trans Am. Yeah. Um, and then we... Uh, then it Bill comes, arrives at this point. Yeah, Bill arrives at this point. This is when you see the skateboard go mm-hmm. down. And he's... And, there's something written in blood on the skateboard, and it's the, and, a, it says you can't save him either. Oh something yeah, you like can't that. save him either. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, um, I have to go save that kid." He yeah. said he's going to be at the festival, so he goes running out to try and find this kid. This part, I'm glad I didn't watch the second trailer before I went to see this movie because it really gave away a lot of. Does this. it? Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I, mean, I, I haven't watched it yet because it shows you he's like running through the through the crowd sees the kid go into this fun house and right. inside the fun house there's of course all these obstacles and stuff he goes into this hall of mirrors, mirrors. and i've been in those before i remember as a kid like running smack into one of the he walls. runs into him about four times i think yeah three or four times I mean, they, they tell you when you before you go in there you're supposed to hold your hands out yeah. in front of you and that's when he sees this kid and behind him is Pennywise. Yep. And Pennywise just starts slamming his head yeah. into this glass, this plexiglass, over and over and over and over and, and, and over it's again. starting to crack. It's starting to crack. Ben's or Ben Bill is Bill kicking is, it, and mm-hmm. it's not making. It's not it, moving at no, all. It's not making anything. It is not moving at all. And finally, Pennywise, he's, he's like his head is leaning back, and yeah. he leans forward back to where you can, and his and he's got his his monster teeth out. Yeah. And this part, I was like, holy shit, really? Because he just. In one one move, smashes through the glass, and all you see is this explosion of blood just all over the window in front of Bill. Ate his head. Just ate this kid to pieces. Yes, because I mean, yeah, it's a lot of blood. So now Bill is like, okay, we've got to do something. He's like, not even waiting for. He's like, I'm going to take care of it now. Yeah, they call him and he says, no, this is all my fault. I'm going to do it by myself. Mm -hmm. And of course, Mike's telling him Um, it's got to be together. Yeah. So he he still feels guilty about what happened to Georgie after yes. all these years. But did, did he forget about Georgie? No, he did one? not forget. I because mean, he, in the in the original, in the, he did until he got back because he's upset. He's like, I can't believe I forgot about my brother. Dying. But he may he may have. Now That's that why when he rode it. by the house, I I think they were hinting at he's remembering now uh-huh. why. Maybe. But they made it clear in the miniseries, and I'm not sure about the books. I don't. I've read the book, but it's been so long. I don't remember the book. Well, that book yeah. is so has got so much detail in it. You but know, I mean, you yeah, he had for, things like well, that. You may be right. He'd forgotten that Georgie existed yeah, until he, may, he came he back may to be Derry. Right. Um, but yeah, so at this point, he's feeling guilty. Yeah. So, but they meet him at they going back to that old house on. But before Henry okay. Bowers shows up at the at the library to try and kill Mike. That's right. That's right. Now this is where the where the where the movie takes a real turn from the what the book happened because in the book he does attack Mike and does hurt him pretty badly, puts him in the hospital. Um, I can't remember if Mike killed him or if someone else did. No, in, the, um, in the movie, Richie Tozier catches yeah. him in the back of the head with a tomahawk. That, that's that's exactly who it was because the last we seen of Richie was him leaving the town right. talking, but then he shows up to help Mike at the library. That's right. exactly who it was. Yeah. So yes. Um, now I can't remember what happened in the in the in the book, but from that, 
that's I think that's when Bill calls and says he's going to take care of it. So they're like, oh no, we've all got to go there with him. So he he arrives at the house on Kneebolt. Everybody else does. Right. It's just like it was back in the original. They show up and go down into the to the sewers where Pennywise's place was originally, and then go down even deeper than even that. Deeper, yes. Now, in the original miniseries, I know a lot of people were pissed off because when they found out that it was just some giant, ugly spider-looking thing, and this was a 1990 stop-motion practical special effects, pretty bad special effects. But in the book, its true form really was a spider. And just I think... giant spider. Because there's a line in the book where it says something about when Bill saw the spider, he understood why, why, why Stan killed himself. Because he's like, if I'd remembered that, I would have killed myself too. I think that's one of those things where they say certain stuff is unfilmable because you can read it, but when it comes on film, it's there's no way to do justice to it. Well, what they they kind of tried to, but instead of it being a giant spider, it is, it is, um, it's a giant spider with Pennywise's body. It's like a centaur or something right. with Pennywise's. Um, you know, torso and head and arms, but it's this giant spider ass, basically. And it may not have been as bad as the one in the miniseries, but I, st- I still I find it comical. Yeah. So and, and that's, that's why I say when I say it, it reads better than it films. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, like, I hate spiders. So giant spiders freak me out. Like, when I saw, I think it was the second Harry Potter movie, there's a scene in there with a giant spider and a bunch of other giant spiders that I was like, oh, God. I'm like 30 years old watching this going, oh, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> Um, and then, um, when I remember seeing the Lord of the Rings return of the King in the theaters, there's a scene with a giant spider in that movie that freaked, it didn't freak me out. It was like, just made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so for me personally, if they had made it a giant spider, that would have freaked me out a lot more than Pennywise spider hybrid thing. Now from here, it all starts to go kind of crazy because Pennywise is chasing them all over the place. They get split up. Then they each start to experience hallucinations or, yes. or things from, from their past, like and, Beverly and I, in the, I was um, say, I remember them saying that they, that we thought the blood in the first movie was a lot when she gets the blood yeah. out of the sink mm-hmm. that they were going to top it. And they did here. They did. Cause she was in the bathroom. It was, it was the bathroom mm-hmm. stall that she was in, in the beginning of the first movie. Yep. And you know, all these people trying to break in there like her dad, are you still my little girl? Yep. Um, and, Ben starts to get like buried underneath uh, yeah. in, in inside the um inside the clubhouse. Yeah. And eventually they're able to call out to each other. Yeah, and her bathroom stall's filling with blood. It's filling with blood. Yeah, like all all the gallons way up to the ceiling. Of gallons of blood. Mm, tons of blood. <laughs> and then we get Richie and Eddie. It's kind of like the same. Oh, and, and Eddie or Richie has this great line where they're talking about seeing its true form. And he says something like, please be a puppy. Please be a puppy. Something small like a Pomeranian. <laughs> so then Richie and Eddie are running away and they go down this one halt, this, this corridor in the cave. And they see those three doors like they saw from the Nebold Street yeah. in the first movie where it says yeah. not scary at all. Scary and very scary. So... He's like, okay, I remember what happened last time with this. Let's go through the scary door. And they open the door, and there's this little Pomeranian <laughs> sitting right there. He's like, oh, it's, it's kind of cute. <laughs> and then it turns into some giant, like, monster zombie dog. Kind of looks like something out of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I thought that, of. That's a good analogy. Um, 
And then they're like, okay, let's try the really scary door. And that's where they open it. And then remember in the first movie, you see, you hear Betty rips them say, have you seen my shoes? And that's when the lights come on and it's just like her from the torso up yep. hanging there. Well, I thought this was a funny bit because you hear the same thing. You open the door and say, can you, can you find my shoes? Have you seen my shoes? And like her bottom half comes tap dancing out. And, and of course, and if you look this up on IMDb, there is a girl who is credited as Betty Ripsom's legs. Oh, I did not look that up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And, um, and then they finally go through the door that just says scary. And I can't even remember what happened from that part, how they got back. No, they to the ended cave. up just going back out. Oh, they just ended up because going they back said, out. if this happens again, we're going through just to scary and like happens again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, they go back out. I can't remember what happens for Mike or for, cause, cause see, this was a, a big change. I think I said big change from the movie was Mike was not at the original, at the final showdown of with, between it. He was in the hospital the whole time. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, no, I can't remember what happened to Mike or Bill. Because I remember... Well, Bill comes up in the... Oh, wa- he right. he falls the... in the water and comes up that's in, right. the, in the scene from the first movie that's where right. he goes and finds the I basement and finds now. Georgie in the basement. And Georgie has the like, has the uh, the gun that Mike had. Yeah, he has the gun. Well, Georgie that, doesn't. Bill, well, no, the Bill young Bill it. does. Yeah, young the, Bill. The, 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 the gun that they would use to put the sheep down. Yeah. He, Bill has that for some reason. And and Georgie's like, you didn't, you weren't even really sick. You didn't need, you just didn't want to play with me. You weren't really sick. And that's yeah. why I died. So he starts chanting, you lied and I died. Yeah, you lied, lied and, and I, I died. died. And that they showed that in the, uh, in the trailer, the second trailer. Oh, so. glad I didn't see that either. Yeah. So, but then, then Bill has, you know, he has the realization that, oh, this isn't real. This isn't real. So he like uses the gun on his younger self and, Pops the younger him. self tries to use it. And yeah, tries fires to use it, it multiple and, and times. Fires doesn't it doesn't fire. It doesn't work. And he's like, "No, it's okay that I didn't want to play with him one time." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then they all get back out to where Pennywise, giant crab monster Pennywise is, or spider monster Pennywise, and oh, earlier on in the in the like as they were going into the house on Kneebolt Street, Beverly picks up the piece of the of the fence that she stabbed Pennywise in in the first one. And gives it to Ed and is like, this can kill monsters if you believe it. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. Because in the, in the house, was it in the house? When Richie almost died and Ed couldn't save him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah that was, that was another part. It's like, one, one problem I had with this movie is like, you don't really know how much power it has over these characters. Because as, before they go down into the, into the sewers to face it again, like all this crazy shit starts happening, like, like. Uh, ben starts these these letters just start appearing on his stomach like yeah. someone's cut it with a knife. And like at first when the eight started, I thought it was thought just it was from Henry. From Henry, but then it says home at last. Yeah, it and is. then they look in the mirror and see that Pennywise is in the mirror and is about to cut Ben's throat. And Beverly smashes the mirror with this piece of the fence, and suddenly everything's, everything's gone. Fine. Nothing's on his stomach or anything. Yeah, nothing's on his stomach. He's not bleeding at all. So it it you really don't un- like does. <laughs> There's not a, a very clear rule for this world as like just to how much power it really does have over these people. So, anyways, back down in in in, in the uh, in the final showdown, Richie gets caught in the deadlights. And right before he gets caught in the deadlights, I think it's funny because they did the dance, mm-hmm. and then everybody made fun of the Pennywise dance when right. it came out. So now they put that into this movie, and he's about to make fun of the dance right. when he gets caught in the deadlights. Right. <laughs> then he gets caught in the deadlights, and then Ed takes this piece of the fence and just chucks it like a javelin at Pennywise, and it like catches him. You know and that big the way that, the deadlights. Yeah, the way the way his, his the way his mouth had opened up yeah. in the first movie. It's even bigger this time. 
Um, oh, and we forgot to mention that they tried this whole ritual thing, and it didn't work. That's right. They burned they, they, all the stuff. They burned all the all of their tokens, and they saw the deadlights coming down, and they tried to put the lid you on know, it, and this balloon, balloon comes start, out yeah. of it. And and that's when when Pennywise is like, "Oh, you didn't tell them, Mike. You didn't tell them yeah. that it didn't work." <laughs> and Mike's like, "Oh no, I thought it would work for us this time." Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't believe. They, yeah, didn't, they believe. didn't believe. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah, yeah they didn't believe because it's all about you got to believe. Yeah, and then Ed throws the thing and catches Pennywise in it, and he's like, "Oh, I got him! I got him! I got him! I think I got him!" <laughs> oh, one thing we did talk about. I love when they're trying to convince Ed that he can do this because mm-hmm. you know he's like, "I didn't save you. I couldn't save you." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Really? Who stabbed Henry Bowers after being stabbed in the cheek? Who married someone ten times their mass and still loves her?" <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so much when he said, <laughs> "I missed. That. I must. I, I'd forgotten about oh, that." Oh my goodness. <laughs> that made me <laughs> so so we think oh it's it must be dying um pennywise is uh pennywise must be dying but then again another like kind of misdirect suddenly we see this this like stinger come through ed's chest yes and that was straight out of the book i i knew like in, even in the miniseries ed dies in the end yeah so i knew if it stuck with with anything ed would have to die there was one minor difference here what was what was that well, we'll get to it when they leave. When okay. they fin- after they finish. Um, now, in the in the book and in the original miniseries, they literally tear the heart out of this spider. Out of the spider. Out of the okay. spider. But in the in in this movie, they it this was where it got kind of hokey for yes. me. Yes. Because all of a sudden first they say they want to get him small. Yeah. So they're trying to get back to those little caves they're going through. Right. To make him small to get through so they can defeat him, mm-hmm. and he blocks their way. Right. And then they just they start like basically shouting him down like no you're just a clown you're just a clown you're just a clown, you're just a clown. and then suddenly pennywise can't touch them no he's shrinking he's shrinking he's like trying to attack them he's, he's shrinking and shrinking up. and shriveling up he's got one claw left yeah and eddie comes up and takes that i think yeah. it was eddie yeah or uh, was it eddie or was it richie it might have been rich yeah um because yeah eddie was pretty much dying and then he's time. like shriveling up against the rock yeah that was like, oh, look how you've grown <laughs> or something like that yes. and they reach inside his chest and pull his heart out and then squish it and they all put their hands they all on put it. their hands on it yes, and they and all squish, squish it. it yes so this was the one part where i think if they had just kept the giant spider bit in that would have been better because that was a really hokey ending, I think. Yeah. That was a really hokey ending to a terrifying villain from a horror movie. Clown shaming. Clown shaming. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're just a clown. Because you're when they're doing clown. it, and he's, and I was glad they put this in. He's screaming at him. No, I'm the eater of worlds. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad they put I am that the eater line. Of worlds. Or, or, or because like in the book, he was like, I am eternal. That would have been great if they okay. put that in too. Um, but yeah, I am the eater of worlds. So yeah, they just they clown shame him to death yes. and then tear his heart out and squish it, and then then everything in the cave starts to collapse. It starts to collapse, and this is what the only difference. It's minor difference, but for my wife who loves the miniseries, she wished they had done it. They they didn't take Eddie back out. They at least brought him out in the miniseries. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, well, they had the, to leave him there. In the book, there. they left him there too. Oh, really? Yeah. In okay. the book, they left him there too. They just left him down there. Um, now. In the in the book, the ending after they've killed it is just epic because basically the whole town of Derry collapses. I mean, this shit goes crazy. It talks about people. It, it talks about a woman who was on the toilet and like a uh, something happened. Like 
like all this water came gushing back up her up her toilet and killed her. You know, talk about a woman in the shower. Yeah, who's I like, was wondering when this house starts to collapse. And I was, I looked, I was like, can you imagine being the neighbor? Like, there's someone right. Yeah, someone living right, right next door. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> it's like suddenly this house just collapsed. But no, like in the book, the whole town of Derry basically collapses. Okay. It starts to sink. Okay. Like it was the only thing keeping it all together. So, that, so um, some changes and, and like and, and like they did this in the miniseries, which is in the book, was that Bill's wife Audra comes to Derry looking for him. In the in this movie, she was just a character in the very beginning, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. She's and an also in the movie, and also Beverly's husband Joe Rogan comes looking for her. Joe Rogan, that's his name. I think his name is Joe Ro- Tom Rogan. Something like, I think his last name was Ro- was was Rogan. Okay. No, it's Tom. It's Tom Rogan. It's definitely Tom. Yeah, it's definitely his name Tom. was Tom in the movie anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience comes to town. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like they just completely wrote him out of the movie because, like in the in the or in the book, he he is the one who eventually takes Audra down to its lair, and they mentioned like how when he when he saw its final form that he literally just died on the spot. Like his brain melted on the spot. He just couldn't comprehend what he was seeing. And this was another thing. It was female. It. Oh, so they made that clear. They made that clear in the book. Cause it was laying eggs and they were like squishing the eggs that it was laying. Okay. So it was female. Okay. So when people started talking about Pennywise and the Babadook having a gay relationship, I was kind of going, um, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, it is actually female in the book. So it's all over. Everybody's happy. Well, most people are, most of them are happy. Eddie's still dead. And this was another difference from the book was after it was finally dead, everybody started to forget. They all started to forget everything. Like, like they were talking about Eddie and was like, Hey, didn't, did he, did he have like a club foot? No, no. He had an aspirator. He had oh, aspirator. So they forget again. They when started they forgetting again once See, this, they all yeah. left. Cause the first thing that happens is their scars go away from where they cut them, yeah, their, their hands. scars go away. But yeah, then you get um, Bill, Mike calling Bill, mm-hmm. and they all remember because they they, yeah. they bring it up. I mean, yeah, I he's like, how come I can still remember it so well, or something yeah. like that? Which you know, in the book, they were they they were they had already started to forget. But Ed, but um, then you get this letter from Stan. Yeah, this this part wasn't in the book and it felt kind of dumb to me. Yeah, it was because he's basically saying like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't face. He, basically, before he killed himself, he wrote letters to all of Everyone the losers. Did saying, yeah, I'm not going to do this. And tries to be inspirational about it yeah, or like, something? Yeah, like, if I was there, I'd guess you would lose. So with yeah. me not being here, you have a chance. Like, Which, if you're reading this, that means it worked, so... I guess. Yeah, I don't know how he would have would have. Yeah, that. I didn't think they needed to put that in. Yeah, it's like, basically he's trying to justify his suicide. I guess he's, he thinks he, he thinks of himself as a martyr. Yeah. That's maybe. how I took that. You, you may be right. And, uh... We get a shot of Richie walking past the kissing bridge from the first movie where where Henry Bowers starts to cut up Ben. And we so we, we saw this in a flashback where where Richie tar- carves R and but then you don't see what he carves beside it. Well, then when he goes back as an adult, you see it says R and E, e for Eddie. So yeah. supposedly Richie was supposed to be gay for Eddie all see, this time. See, I, I, I mean, I realize that's what everybody's taking from it, but I just think that I, I, it's weird to carve it into a thing because that's what couples do yeah but i still just look at them as just he just thinks of him as his best friend They'll probably the even though they have the whole losers club him and eddie clicked maybe like you always have little clicks inside of a bigger click a right. lot of times maybe. and those two were best friends i don't know i'm not 
I know that they are, they are inferring that. Yeah. I don't. I, don't I, like I guess that's just one of those things that's open to interpretation. Yeah. I, I take it as best friends. Mm-hmm. But we see uh, that Ben and Beverly are finally together. Finally, they're somewhere on a boat somewhere. Because, yeah. of course, Ben is insanely rich. Has a dog. Has a dog, yeah. <laughs> and um, that's just kind of the end of the movie. It just kind of ends. Yeah. There, which is a, a fitting ending. It was very similar to the book. But it, I don't know, like the whole experience, especially that ending, especially the way they killed Pennywise, just kind of left me going, really? That's it. You've got one of the scariest villains I've ever seen in a horror movie, and you're going to kill him like that? Clown shame. Yeah, clown shaming. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> like, really? Did you, did you come up with that, or did you read that somewhere? No, I did not read that. Okay. Well, that's but, a, I mean, you know, fat shaming yeah, is a word. Yeah, fat shaming and slut and, shaming. And that's what I thought. I was like, because they just shaming. kept saying clown. Yeah. Clown, you're a clown. You're just a clown. I was like... Your suddenly, shit? even suddenly, he can't touch them. I, that, that's what got me. It's like the, so, I, I remember people talking about the first movie, talking about how, um, you know, if you're one of the losers, you're just gonna get scared. If you're not one of the losers, you're gonna get eaten, basically. And yeah, I got that. It's like, yeah, it it feeds on fear, so it's just creating fear. But when they come back as adults, it's like it really doesn't have a whole lot of power over them because, like, the only one who died, besides Eddie, who, be, you know, from being, like, stabbed like that, was Stan, and it's because he killed himself. Yeah, the rest doesn't survive. So, again, there's not a whole lot of peril for the characters. There's more peril for the side characters, for the little kid in the funhouse and the little girl from earlier, because we didn't talk about that, but she got killed at a baseball game. That's right. She was at the baseball game. She was game. at the baseball game and started following and a that, firefly. What and we thought was face paint mm-hmm. is actually, is actually a, like a, like a, a birthmark, birthmark or yeah. something. So she thinks nobody likes her. She doesn't have first. She gets made fun of for it. Yeah, and Pennywise is like, yeah, they make fun of me too. Yeah. And he says, you come closer and I can just blow it away. Yeah. <laughs> and of course he chomps her face or something. Yes. That's one thing. It's like this movie, I don't even feel like the first one did it, but the, this movie did not shy away from violence to children. No. And I mean, you look at that opening scene of the first one and. Yeah. I mean, besides, besides, um, yeah, Georgie. Georgie. Woo. Yeah, that was bad. So, yeah. so that is it chapter two not a great movie but still a good one still one that's worth watching absolutely i am interested to see what this six hour long supercut will look like it probably will not be a one sitting yeah type of movie to watch no. but i will be curious to see what he puts back in i, I yeah i hope to see because everybody talked about a director's cut of the first one that never happened right nope Still, and, and he still says he wants to do one now that this movie's out. He still talks about it. Well, hopefully they can do that. I don't know if he's going to do like director's cut of both of these mm-hmm. plus a supercut or just do the supercut. Could you imagine if they released a supercut in theaters? We need like three intermissions. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, goodness. like he just stops and says potty break on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that was the second review from cinematic blind spots we we hope to do more of these in the future uh, as as more popular movies come along but this for us personally was a big movie we were looking forward oh, yeah. to so we just had to f- we just felt like we had to put in our two cents so that is our two cents good but not great seven out of ten very much worth watching if you have not read the book you'll probably appreciate it more than than than, than those of us who are kind of it purists maybe 
So let us know what you think. We're on all the socials. You can find us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter. Give us your feedback. What did you think of this movie? Are you trying to sound like my grandma when you say the Instagram and the Twitter and the no. Facebook? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> the Instagram. Oh, on the on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> on that internet thing. On that internet thing. But yeah, if you like this episode, give us a subscribe on just about whatever you listen to podcasts on. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and anchor and all that so until next time whether you're in your theater or in your car always check your blind spots i'm adam and i'm josh you guys take care